Hey girl, you trying to hit this? Oh, you know exactly what I need. We have Jeter. We're smoking on Jeter. Is that Jeter, LA? Jeter, Jeter, yes. From LA. It's the Maui Wowie strain. Easy. Patty is, has been a guest on our podcast before. It's called Patty K. It swings on and off the golf course. So she's a college golfer. She also swings. <laughs> or used to swing. But today we're going to talk about, I guess, kind of full circle from the last time we spoke Oh, yeah. Just kind of getting into it. We wanted to have her on. She's our dear friend here in Miami. We hang out all the time. We cry. We laugh. We smoke together. We get high. We love Patty. This is Patty K, bitches. So you're going to get like, yeah, this is as if we were all friends just hanging out and having a conversation. Hell yeah. We do this every fucking day. We are all friends having a conversation. (laughs) Wow, we look love at us. you guys. <laughs> look at us. And if you love us, leave us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. Leave us five stars on Spotify. We love you. And suck our dicks in the comments. Like, tell us we look great. Tell us we'll pretty. Up your dick in your comments. Like, I love telling like people telling me I'm pretty. Me too. I'm like, can I hear it again? Just do it. Just keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I love when people engage with me on social media. <laughs> please, please just do what we tell you okay just yeah. do it just listen say. to us we're but, smart dude i'm dead we podcasted yesterday we have our previous episode with dika and tori green so go check that out we talked all about power couples relationships like I what makes a man commit. off track yeah we, we got crazy. very high we got so <laughs> high we got very high i love that and then we right after that we had to get ready and we podcasted and did a four hour long podcast with the danza project they're fucking hilarious go check them out on instagram youtube facebook there's some old motherfuckers there. Oh, yeah. They basically are like a rap podcast, like a music podcast. Our friend Sam Buck, who we also had on this podcast, went on that podcast before. Mm-hmm. He's tied into comedy and rap. And we're, I guess, tied in with Sam and comedy. And we love Sam. We smoke weed. So that's also like rappers smoke, smoke weed. weed every day. Go check that episode out, too. We lost the video footage, but the audio is fucking great. Yeah, Sam's super funny. It was a great episode, though. We got into it about uh, monkeypox. How you feeling about monkeypox? That just came out of nowhere. Left field. I have. I feel like it's like same with COVID. I was hearing about it for a while before it became an issue. Yo, do you, you can you get monkeypox if you got chickenpox? I think so. I think it's something completely different. Yeah. So you wouldn't have the immunity. Fuck. I got um, chicken pox. Oh my God. And my me dad, too. you know how you're not supposed to get chicken pox twice? My dad got it when he was a kid. I got chicken pox. I gave my dad chicken pox, which when you're an adult just turns into shingles. That oh, sucks. No. Which apparently is really bad. Shingles can kill you. Yeah. So he got shingles from me. You know, kids can kill their parents so easily. I almost accidentally <laughs> tore my dad's eye out. When I was like two years old, I was just going in for the corner and he was like, if you had actually like gotten under, you could have popped my eye out. That's disgusting. Children are so stupid. Even childbirth is fucking dangerous. Childbirth? God. My mom had a very like tough traumatic. I was a big fucking baby. I was 12.9 pounds. Holy shit. I did not fit in newborn diapers. They didn't have diapers for me in the hospital. I have a woman on TikTok who has a list of all of the things that can happen during childbirth. And she just updates them and like duets women being like, all of my teeth fell out when I was pregnant and I had to get dentures, like crazy shit like that. No pregnancies. So this is like, I hate to get political, but this is why I get so pissed off about the new decision with Roe versus Wade v. Wade. Do you not understand what women have to go through to have a child? Oh my god, so much, so much pain! It's I, a parasite. I literally watched yeah, a TikTok. Shitty sex, that too. Yeah, <laughs> we got knocked up off shitty sex. So this girl put a watermelon on her husband to simulate like pregnancy. I saw that. Oh, and I want to do experiments like experiments like that on men. That would be funny. Like there are period things where you can simulate period yeah. cramps to and men. You can also simulate childbirth. So let, let's fucking put all of that shit on all the congressmen that voted against whatever. People love that type of content too. It's hilarious every time. 
Miami's so sketchy. Oh, the it's service so sketchy. is so bad. Everything is sketchy. I don't trust anyone here. I don't trust honestly anything in anyone. How's dating in Miami? Dating is terrible in Miami. And I tell all my friends that are like thinking of moving here. I'm like, hey, Miami's great. Opportunities, weather, party, whatever. But if you're coming here single, wanting to find your soulmate, like turn the fuck around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not in Miami. Turn the fuck around. And they recently did a list of like the top cities in the United States that where men cheat or people cheat. I think it was people. Sorry to specify men but you know women definitely <laughs> cheat here women do cheat yeah and they the top was orlando oh and then f- miami was second mm. like do not come to miami if you're trying to find your soulmate do you think that orlando is the highest place where there's cheaters because it's disneyland and all the families when they're in the hotels with their kids, they all cheat on each other or there's like big swinger parties in the Disney hotels. That's crazy. I could see That's that a happening. Lot of Think work. of how many families are there and I know. how many couples are unhappy, but they bring their kids there and it's two, two unhappy people. They meet at the pool or they meet in line with their kids. I don't Disneyland know. Disneyland ruins families. Okay. <laughs> Are we just jealous because we never got the chance to go to Disneyland? Oh, bitch. Maybe. I went to Disneyland. Really? I did. Yeah. I was in Canada. No, I, we went to Florida every single year when I was a young kid. Oh. Up until I was like 10. See, that's when it was great. Up until I was 10, my life was good. Maybe eight because of the bowl cut phase. But financially, fine until I was 10. Then... Mm completely it all went downhill backwards shit no i i went to disney as an adult for one of my wedding anniversaries oh oh my god it was bad i was hate that it. your idea i said i wanted to go to disney because i've never been and i wanted to experience it just mm-hmm. to say i went to fucking disney and um he just surprised me with it we did like three different parks and it was what just- a narcissist move to surprise you with the place that's supposed to be magical <laughs> and make it, it unmagical magical. and make it unmagical. Oh no, we, we had like a couple come. He invited a couple specifically so that we could swing. So you swing, you, so swing, you did swing at, at Disney? Disneyland. We did. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> but we I have food in my mouth. I mean, I don't have a kid, but yeah, I did swing at Disneyland. Yeah. We stayed at the, what's that? Uh, animal King, not animal. Yeah. I think the animal, think animal kingdom. kingdom, the princess castle. No, the, no, yeah, it was the no, it was a hotel that is like right next to Animal Kingdom, and you see like giraffes out your window oh. and shit. It was really cool. That's actually really cool. Actually, I'm just licking my fingers. It was so bad because that was my wedding anniversary. We How swung. Many years in? I think that was the first wedding anniversary. Okay, we swung, and I didn't even participate. Wait, what? Yeah, that's People not swinging at Disneyland. I'm gonna repeat it again. I mean, I was there, but like, I didn't have any fun, and I'm like, man, like was we couldn't it? even make the fucking wedding anniversary something special. That's so. It was all for him to make himself yeah. feel good. He yeah. fucked another girl in front of you without you getting- with another guy, and I was just like watching because I didn't Did want to fuck like, her. I didn't want to fuck her because she looked too young. Like she had like a weird look to her. She like I don't want to say it. I'm not gonna say, say it. it. Say it. We can. She looked like it. a little boy. Oh, oh. I mean, I was just not into her like that. I don't like. I like pretty girls. I like like beautiful women, voluptuous with a nice hair. She had like a pixie cut, no boobs. And oh, I just, yeah. I was, yeah. I was like, like mm. Alice Cullen from Twilight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fix, fix the, the nip. Oh, nipples out. I'm sorry, Patty. I was too I busy care. looking at your eyes. Oh, I just stare right at both of their tits. I feel like you guys catch me staring at your tits all the time, but I'm. it's literally because I zone out. Sometimes I look and then I just zone out. They're a great place to zone out at and dissociate. So like I snap to and I'm like, I've been looking at those cities for a while, but I'm like <laughs> in my head thinking about like tacos or something. Yeah. I feel like I'm a butt man. I'm everything. I just love I curves. need a butt. I need a butt. There needs to be a butt on the man I'm dating. Yes. I and agree. if not, like prepare to do hip thrusts with me in the gym. <laughs> prepare. And don't do say squats. it's a bitch move because I've went to the gym with a guy that said, no, I'm not going to do a hip thrust because that's what females do. And I'm like, but I don't give a what? fuck. It's, a, it's an exercise. You're doing hip thrusts and this is what's going to grow your glutes. It's good for you. So here's how you get a man to listen to that because I tried 
telling my ex, like just being like, oh yeah, you should like do this stuff. It builds your butt. He's like, I like my butt. I have a great butt. And I'm like, I'm a butt person. He has, he had a small butt. His (laughs) thighs were huge and great thighs, but his butt was small. And so like, I just, one day we were like scrolling past, like he's like showing me this fitness guy. It was like an older man. I was like, wow, look how big his ass is. I just kept talking about how, like how much (laughs) I loved his big ass. I was, I was like, that's hot. Like he has the nicest ass I've ever seen. You know what he did? He's like, I started doing squats and hip thrusts at the gym the other day because I wanted to build my butt. And I was like, men are learning. (laughs) Men are building dumpies too. It's not just the girls, Mm -mm. but men respond to like, he, it was a competition thing. It was just me complimenting someone's butt. Someone he admired. Exactly. My last two exes had nice asses. Like nice bubble butts. Like I just loved grabbing them. Ooh, I need a man with a nice ass. <laughs> Do you like to eat ass? Depends. Depends on how freaky I want to be and how like I'm into the person. And if I'm so into the person, they're okay with me doing it. I will do whatever. I love giving a sloppy blow job. Like I am covered in my own shit when I'm sucking dick. Mm-hmm. I, and it's easier. Well, the more sloppy. spit you use, the more sensitive it gets and the way you can control your grip pressure. Yeah. And the I learned that pressure. from golf. Mm-hmm. I learned that from golf. I had to practice my grip pressure when swinging irons and I translated that to swinging. Wait, and can you? Sucking dick. And oh, sucking shit. dick. Holy so, shit. Okay. If you were holding a golf, like how, how would you translate that to dick sucking for all the golfers out there who are listening? I mean, it's remaining like very, what's the word I had it. I literally had it. Then I fucking blanked him cause I'm a stoner. It's um, that Jeter. It is the Jeters. Uh, you need a consistent grip pressure when you're swinging back. And it's kind of hard because, you know, you're moving your hands. The club is heavy at the top. Mm. You have to remain like very consistent throughout your swing so that the club can actually do the work. The second you like grip it too hard and like tighten your grip, your hand moves, the position moves. You the can't, you can't really like release because this is tight because you're squeezing. So if you do like, um, if you have a grip pressure of, let's say four, five, like five is a little too much. I would say four, three is ideal. So if you were to hold the club, barely holding it, that's a zero. If you were to hold it at the tightest you could, that's a 10. Okay. So try to go around like four, three, four, five consistently throughout the swing. You will be more consistent with your placement trajectory okay. and whatnot well we're gonna go to top golf this week and Hell i'm gonna yeah. test that shit out oh man. you should teach us how to actually swing i used to teach people i know i mean now it doesn't really matter because i'm not in college but when you are a college golfer here in the states Take you can't get me. oh give them to me oh. i've literally been licking my fingers like a fiend over here like <laughs> i'm disgusting so when you are a college golfer, you're not allowed to get paid. I mean, this was a couple of years ago. Now it's switched because of social media. But before that, if you were to get paid for golf, if it's teaching, if it's playing or whatever, then you're no longer considered an amateur and you, you don't, you don't have um, eligibility or status to play as a college golfer. So you have to just like volunteer your time if you want to do shit like that. Yep. Holy I think, shit. I think they changed that in the recent years. I think in the last three years, they did allow college students to accept. Well, TikTok um, definitely TikTok, had made a huge difference in that. Instagram. Like all of the big influencers now are like college, like basketball players, especially women. I feel like changed the game with how Hell yeah. college athletes are playing. I mean, getting money. So Fucking it's high. like the little things, you know, I know so much about. I have like a spectrum. Like I have like the education, the golf, the, you know, Percy lifestyle. to literally the raunchy swinging Miami. Miami's crazy. For Miami's swinging. crazy. I haven't experienced, we haven't experienced crazy. the crazy yet. I, cause now I'm like, no, I'm celibate. So I'm like, I feel like I'm done with those wild stories. I feel like I'll do it for a story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. If all of a sudden I was in a room and I was feeling everyone and they were like, let's have an orgy. I'd be more likely to fuck five dudes in one night having yeah. that orgy than I am to go on a date, talk to a guy and fuck him or even a one night stand after a date or something. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Cause it's like, when, when am I ever <laughs> going to be in this position ever again? That's the only reason. Yeah. Or it's like, it's the, like a fucking moment. I don't know. Like my favorite 
actor or something is like, I want to fuck you. And that's been a childhood dream. <laughs> I'm breaking my celibacy. He can, he can use me and degrade me because I, my inner child's using him, you know? Hell yeah. There's so many swingers here in Florida. And I love it when I was really into the community and swinging with my ex. It was like lawyers, doctors, like they're like hot, successful people, hot, successful people. How do you get into this? I started on SDC.com. What's that? What's that? It's called the Swinger Dating Website. Swinger Dating Community. SDC.com. And it's like a Facebook for swingers. Oh, shit. And you say what, like what you're comfortable with. You say if you're single or if you're with a couple. There's a couple profile, single profiles. You say like uh, Emily's pictures, like making videos. an account in her head right yeah, now. Like like fat how do I sign up? It's like kind of like Fat Life, but like for swingers. That sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Fat Life is interesting. I'm like I want to meet up with people, but then I'm like I'm scared I'm gonna be murdered. Also, and the website itself looks sketchy. Mm-hmm. The website like, sucks. If it was like bright white and fun and good colors and like everything didn't look like a sketchy website from the 90s right <laughs> it's like grungy it's like active yeah. now with like literally the worst graphics i don't know just they like, have not improved the site mm-mm, mm-mm. at all i remember when i first moved down to miami i somehow got in with like the star island mansion parties what is that the what star island oh that's it's all those islands off of 395 that you can't get into right that you have to some you can some you can't you told us about the okay this is the story you told us on the yacht when we were driving by the island yes with the two guys with the two guys On on the balcony oh yeah oh that's fisher island oh my god is that, <laughs> is that a thing? different island yeah fisher island is the most expensive zip code in all of america in oh, miami in all and is no in all of america in all of america yeah how do we get in there wow it's completely gated you have to use like a ferry boat to go use and you have to be on the list if you're not on the list or not live there you're not allowed to go we definitely have a friend who snuck in and like the trunk of somebody's car oh, yeah. hidden under shit, like smuggled in. Yeah. You have to be smuggled in. And I knew this guy and I, you know, he was like kind of cute. You have to be smuggled in. If you're not on the list. Yeah. They will not. How do you get on. on the list? If, um, one of the owners or renters like call in and say oh. your name, just how, like how a regular building will let you up. But like, they will not let you on this boat. Their building is an island. And you can take your car on this boat. So you can take your car so you can drive around the island. It's super cool. I knew a guy. He was friends with this guy. And his dad was like the best personal injury lawyer in Florida. Oh, shit. That's money right there. That's some good money. <laughs> yeah. Like he there was some like crazy, crazy, crazy lawsuits he won. And he's a millionaire, billionaire. This is Florida. I bet. Yeah, like the nicest penthouse there, too. But they were like kind of weird for each other. They were like kind of gay for each other, honestly. Oh, they were into each other. And like they knew I was doing OnlyFans and they knew I was kind of freaky. And I was like starting, I started to suck one guy's dick. And he's like, yeah, can my friend join? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yay, threesome, two guy threesome. I'm going to be great. I'm going to get fucked by two dicks. This is like obviously what I love to do. So I started sucking one guy's dick and he kind of like, just started putting his hand on a shaft and like kind of pushing me out and like what you don't want me to suck your dick he's like no 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 suck my balls suck my balls okay and i'm like he's laying down i'm in like a doggy position with my ass like i'm waiting for to get fucked by the other dude like i'm in position while i lick this guy's balls and the other guy is just like jerking off in the other corner of the couch and this was like a huge (laughs) like U-shaped couch that was in one of their penthouses. And he's just jerking off. And then I'm like, okay, well, let me like suck his dick a little bit. Maybe this guy's finally ready to fuck me. So like I switch over to the other guy and he's just like, no, 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 just suck my balls. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? They just wanted you to suck their balls? So yes. did you just like alternate between the two of them? It's been like a minute. Yeah. And then they just like were jerking off to with each other. Like, and I was just like sucking. And then I... I got annoyed because it was an annoying position. So they just wanted you to suck their balls. Yeah. And I couldn't keep doing that because it was cramping my neck, cramping my back. I'm like, this is just not going to work. Either you're going to come right now. Were you like sucking 
her balls. No, I was like, a, sideways. Were you upside down? I was like in a doggy position and just going from one to the other. Yeah, and then then I Were was like, I can't off? do this anymore. They're like, no, no, wait, wait, we have a toy for you. And then I was just like, okay, I'm gonna fucking masturbate since no one's fucking me. <laughs> And then they like got off to each other, and while were, I was like using my toy in the middle. It was wait, just like, like they just both the jerked fuck? off. Yeah, as you were sucking their balls and like masturbating. No, I stopped sucking their balls because I couldn't do it anymore. It was like I don't want to be in your fucking balls all day. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Shit. So you just they- so I just like started using. It was like one of those Hitachi wands thing, and I just started like I like came once. I'm like, okay, I need to go. Yeah. I'm, Ah, they were. It was a very, very weird situation, and they're always together. Interesting. Uh, Did you do it ever again? I hung out with them one more time, and then one guy's like, "Let me see your like new, your new swinger videos. Like, let me see what you got. Like, come show me." He takes me to this like beautiful outdoor shower that they had in one of the penthouses in Fisher Island, and he just starts jerking off while looking at my videos right in front of me. I'm like, what makes you think this is okay? Like, you didn't even show him the video. He just pulled it no, up. No, he's like, he's like, show me. I'm like, oh, because we would always like talk about it. And I showed him maybe like a minute of a video. And then he just like whips out his dick and starts jerking off. And then I'm like, no, I'm not letting you just jerk off to my content. That's <laughs> so in front weird. of me. Yeah. I'm like, you can pay me for that. Fucking pay me. So he's like, okay, I'll, I'll pay you. Like, here's some cash. Leave me with your phone for a sec. Yeah. It was so weird. There's some weird what? men here in Miami. What is Very going on? Weird. Was he with his friend? His friend was like hooking up with a girl. Oh, so they can fuck women. I don't know. Maybe she was just sucking his balls too. We don't know what happened behind the closed doors, That's man. That's true. He was jerking off to pictures of his friend. Like, Wait, <sighs> you, in, my, um, in Boston, there's a Facebook group called like New England. Like, have you seen this man? Yeah, they have it you here in Miami do that too. And be like. Does, did this man make anyone else just suck his balls? <laughs> like, I need to know if this is a thing. Oh, my God. That's some crazy shit. You don't shit. have a picture of him, do you? I know his Instagram, but I, I don't want no you lawsuit. Want that, yeah. When I hear about these things, I'm like, is that dude a serial killer? Like, something's off. I don't know. Maybe it's a porn addiction. The way that guys get about sex and when they're so horny, they do the weirdest shit. They act That's so what I mean. weird and out of an pocket. Addiction. And you're like, what's wrong with you? My like, ex had a, like a porn addiction. Me too. So That's like it. he would do some weird shit. I remember he would be sleep fucking me. He would like be. You were asleep or he was asleep. He would wake me up start like trying to undress me to like fuck me and i was like okay i'm down it's kind of hot you know like random sex in the middle of the night that is hot Mm -hmm. and then i realized he was asleep he had like somnophilia where you like he was asleep and then he would like come to like maybe after like 30 seconds of fucking he did not know what the fuck he was doing scary to the point where, like, now, at first I was like, I didn't know that he was, he didn't even tell me he was sleep fucking. This came out later when I was, he was trying with me again. I'm like, no, babe, I'm not in the mood. And he wasn't, like, receptive. And I'm like, oh, shit, you're asleep. And I just, like, lay there and not respond. And he would just go back to sleep. So he'd fuck you and then 30 <sighs> seconds in, he'd be like. No, he would wake up. Like, if he. No, she started rejecting him once she realized. When I rejected realized. him, if I just, like, just didn't move, I would be awake. He would just be, like, really asleep. And then. That's so wild. Yeah. Holy shit. That was some weird shit. <laughs> Did he ever try to get, like, help for it or anything? That's so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. That's, that's but really what kind uncom- of a question is that you know, this, you know this motherfucker. Is he yeah. Dead? Well, you. you settled your divorce right yeah. you could just now call him a sleep fucker like Sle- just sleep that's like, fucker. A, like, like a slur sleep oh my god thank god i i'm divorced thank god how does it feel how old are you i'm 26 26 Ooh. divorced how long did it take to get the divorce i filed in august actually august 5th that's tomorrow. last year so almost a year Oh, no, oh. August 3rd. I filed August 3rd. My anniversary like, was August 5th. Oh, shit. It's been a year. Yeah, it's been a year. Congratulations. Oh, my God. What a lengthy legal battle. And it was just such bullshit because we didn't have anything together. There wasn't assets, but just a bunch of people that were not cooperating. It was a a mess on the other side, to be honest. 
Really? So it could have been settled within a couple of months if everyone was every if everyone was in agreement and you know. But, but he wanted to fight. He did not want to make it easy on me for some reason. That's I, oh, divorces can get so messy. It changes people. Mm-hmm. It completely changes people. I I mean I found out a lot of things just through my divorce. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting into that yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, and then seeing how they change once everything is out of the bag, they're just like, oh, I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't have to have that mask. Everything's dropped. I'm out. So I can just be the dick that I really mm. always am. was. Holy and fuck. And it was just like a huge, like, like slap in the face because oh, in my eyes, yeah, I did some wrongs. I maybe didn't act amazing all the time. I was also dealing with major depression, major Nobody's anxiety. Perfect, though. I was in, a, it was an abusive relationship. So maybe there were things I did wrong or should have done better. I don't want to, but if you didn't do blame. them right as, cause that was a trauma response to being in an abusive mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Is that really on you? No, but man, I didn't do anything wrong to this guy pretty much. And I was no, just so didn't. surprised that I got like, I felt like I got a bunch of bullets in my chest. It was like, boom, 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 boom from all different sides. And I was like, for what, what did I do to this person to make them really want to hurt me like this? Nothing. They just recognized, you know, that unfortunately, like you were vulnerable and they took advantage of that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's because I I would never do that to someone, especially out of no real reason. I don't understand how people. I don't know how people sleep at night when they do things that are like legitimately going to hurt somebody. And you're like, this will hurt me. And then they do it and then they don't care. Then they tell you they love you and they do all this stuff. And you're like, but do you? It makes it that all seem fake because it's like you don't really love me because if you did, you wouldn't want to hurt me knowing that that's the exact way that I was hurt before. Exactly. Do they actually feel bad? No. Can they? Nope. I don't think there's no like empathy. Narcissists lacked lack empathy. No remorse. They were just never needed to really look at their actions. There's different from what I read, my own like research. Empathy. Like narcissism starts from like being spoiled as a kid or having like uh, it's a trauma response as well. Mm. Having a narcissistic parent. Mm-hmm. A fucking cycle. I thought I went when I got psych about because I was like, something's wrong with me and I think I might have BPD. Oh yes. BPD is on the spectrum with narcissistic personality mm-hmm. disorders. Like BPD is on one side and narcissistic personality disorders on the complete opposite side. If you could look at it on a sliding scale. Yeah. So I thought I was like, I thought I had BPD or whatever. Cause my mom's definitely a narcissist, but I also think my mom has BPD. Like there's both like, or maybe it's just the BPD that has similar traits. Cause a lot of things overlap. So yeah. like same with bipolar. So I was explaining everything that I do to like my therapist. And I was like, this is definitely like BPD. I act this way, blah, blah, blah. And then she was just like, have you ever thought about it? Maybe you act that way because you grew up in an environment where your mom's responses were that. And that's yeah. the only learned response you have as a child. And I was like, oh, mind blown. I was like, wait, so it's not me because I kept associating my reactions with me and who yeah. I am. And in reality, I, it was just learned behavior because of my environment. And sometimes my responses to narcissistic abuse had to be narcissistic. Yeah. Cause you, you have- had to play their game. And so then I learned how to fight narcissism with narcissism, but mm-hmm. it doesn't make me a narcissist or it doesn't make mean that I have like, and you, it doesn't, it doesn't help your BPD either. And yeah. BPD is one of the only, maybe one of the only, or maybe there's, I can't, I'm not a specialist, but from what I, my understanding, BPD is curable. Like you can mm-hmm. get out of BPD. So it's not something like bipolar where you can't cure bipolar. You can't cure schizophrenia. I was diagnosed bipolar. We ended up finding out that it was bipolar because I have ups and downs and mine are going like six months cyclical periods. So this right now, August is the end of my high and September, or I would say August and September is like the end of it. And then October to like March is the depression phase. So I do go through those like summer's always high, but I moved somewhere where it was always warm. So, so I that's never. That's what I was going to just ask you right now. Have you seen a difference now that you're in Miami? Because no, you're not. Ex- shit. It's the same shit. It's really? the same shit. Yeah. yeah. Shit. I think, well, I think this summer I'm not as like manic as I have been. So maybe I don't think I've really had that. Like I had a two week period after my breakup, but I wouldn't call that. 
because of my bipolar. You were just single I was, and ready to Yeah, mingle. and I was like super <laughs> smart with my decisions. A lot with you bipolar were. and BPD is like not knowing your decisions and you make impulsive, impulsive decisions. Yep. So I used to impulsively spend. Sometimes I impulsively spend, but I'm like, no, I got to work on my budget now. And I'm not like doing it as much. And so you're working on that. Because I know when I was deep in my BPD, I had a lingerie obsession. And I just would constantly buy lingerie. That's why I have seven Wait, do you closets. have BPD too? Yeah. I didn't know that. But I was like- on BPD. BPD is borderline personality. Borderline personality BPD? disorder. No, I bipolar. She's BPD. I didn't oh, know that. But you were they BPD. said I was like cured because I don't act the way I would as like someone that's really in their BPD. Okay. You don't act that way at all. Anymore. I'm very rational. I worked on my therapy within the last like last year. I did a lot, a lot of therapy and I did different types of therapy because I'm like, if I don't take care of myself right now, I'm coming out of an abusive relationship. I'm still in shock. I'm trying to cut those trauma bonds. And those are, it's an addiction. Trauma bonds are an addiction. Yes. And yes. with any addiction, it's really hard to fight. So yeah. I threw myself take? in. Ooh, I left in March and I started, I did therapy, Narconon, Al-Anon, all those like sex there like all I did all of the addiction groups okay. codependency groups like I threw myself oh. into therapy because I felt like if I didn't do that I was gonna go down the drain and spiral because it was just too much for me to handle yeah Shit. but good for you for recognizing that and actually like having that self-accountability and uh yeah. like going do you know and what I mean? That's what a lot of people don't do it. So they're just walking around unhealed. Everyone's getting triggered and expecting kind of the world to just like, ev like, oh, when this happens, I'll be happy. And it's really not that you have to take matters in your own hand or those issues and the mental health stuff that you're struggling with will fucking take over your life. And you'll see it over and over and over. Exactly. I also did DBT therapy, which is a skills based therapy okay. that teaches you how to handle your emotions and how to respond and communicate with people, especially under high stress and establishing boundaries. What's the number one skill you think you picked up in learning how to communicate and cope? Just saying a lot of I statements I feel and not try to say like, hey, you did this. Don't go with, hey, you did this, because the second you try to, oh, hey, baby. <laughs> oh, she's, she's healing you. Lola just came over to Good Patty. Girl. She's sticking her butt up like the little slut she is. She was like, she has her Good palm. Girl. Thank you, baby. She wants to sit on you. Oh, <laughs> so, so like I would say is just using I statements, how I feel without attacking the person you're trying to communicate to. Because it's interesting with like narcissists, Putting the blame almost on yourself takes some of their anger away from them. Because mm -hmm. then they, I mean, obviously they'll still try to spin it against you. And use the how you feel ammunition. against you. Yeah. Oh, narcissists. Our mind fucks. Our mind fucks. But one thing from talking with a lot of people who have dealt with narcissistic abuse and narcissistic boyfriends specifically, they all act the same. Like all the TikToks that I, I watch about narcissists, like mm -hmm. they talk about things. They all walk the same way. They, they all do. talk the same way. They all, so that's weird. they think they're all awesome and amazing, special. No, you guys are literally the same. And I really, really want to help people realize the patterns because there are, they are there. They are. And you can avoid being with narcissists in the future. That's definitely yep. something that I've had to learn. And like, it's even like thinking about learning the patterns of a fuck boy and being able to spot a fuck boy. Right. And when you have the tools on how to handle a fuck boy, mm -hmm. like that might be more relatable. Like someone might not know someone's a narcissist in their life yet. Cause they're not even, they don't have the like the words or like the understanding to explain no. it or conceptualize what they're going through Yeah, to know it's something like I thought my, my life growing up with my mom was just me. I thought I was the only person in the world forever. And I read this book on BPD of how to stop walking on eggshells. Mm -hmm. And I was reading stories of people and it was the same stories. And I was like, Holy fuck. I, this yeah. isn't just me. Everyone's, and I, it taught me how to communicate and whatever. And then all of a sudden my relationship with my mom changed for a little, but she couldn't heal. So even though I was communicating right. And at that point I just had to set the boundaries and leave. Yeah. And that's as you learn and 
as, as you educate yourself on that shit, you just start cutting those people out because you recognize the patterns and you're like, oh, fuck, that's why I'm so unhappy around this person all the time. Like, yeah, you also learn how to handle yourself and handle yourself around narcissists and not give in to their fucking tactics. And you can still have a relationship like if you're not able to cut off narcissists. I understand sometimes, you know, financially or whatever, you might not be able to, but you can still not give them all of your life so they can use all of your life against you later. Keep it fucking simple yep. with these bitches. You taught us about a tactic called discarding. Oh, yeah. What's that? I mean, so... How to leave. Oh. This is how if you need a, an, a way to leave a narcissist, right? You're in a relationship. Caddy's going to give you the best thing you can do. So, I mean, this is how my last relationship ended. And I mean, I didn't do this on purpose as actually happened, but when you're in a narcissistic relationship, they, they can, they don't consider you as a partner or girlfriend or someone they love. They consider you as a supply, an energy supply. They will suck the energy out of you until they see you as nothing left to suck on and jump onto someone else that they can suck the life out of. So when I was in my marriage, I got really depressed. I wouldn't leave my bed. Literally, he would leave to go to work in the morning. I would wake up or not even wake up. I was just sleeping in until like 11, 12. He would come back from work. I would still be in bed. I gained weight. I didn't want to do anything. And just because like I was just sick and tired of the abuse, I didn't feel like I could be myself. So I just kind of hid. But I wasn't appealing anymore. I didn't have anything left to suck out. So he discarded me. He discarded. He said, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. That was the initial. There was there's a lot more that goes on to what happened with me and this man. Mm-hmm. But that was like the time when it just all ended. Really? That was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. He was like, I, I your mental health is wrong. I don't want to be with someone that has mental health issues. And I was like. Oh, okay. I guess I'm just too much for you to handle and you're, I'm not fun and shiny and new anymore. So then he fucking screwed me over and sucked me dry like a parasite. Yep. And I mean, I'm happy he said that. Honestly, it really sucked at the time, but it kind of like woke me up. And at the time I was like, no, I want him back. I'm going to try to like fight for him back. Like I can be better because when you're in a narcissistic relationship, like you know that, you think with all the love bombing that this guy once loved you and he did all these amazing things for you, yeah. but he did that as a fucking smoke screen and make you feel like, Oh, it's there, but I, I just need to do better. Yeah. So because of all the things he said, I focus on my health. I focus on my mental health. I started going to the gym and like it started to because of him, but it ended because, and it helped me the most. It helped me realize that what the fuck, like I shouldn't want to go back to this. And that's when I filed for divorce. Did you have an aha moment where you were like doing something or talking to somebody and you were just like, wait, I don't deserve any of this. And I do want better for myself. There wasn't. It was a very long string of events because there were so many factors and what went down in that like six months. And I I'm a very compassionate person. I'm an empath. I care. I wanted to help. I wanted to do what's best. But when I just kept seeing that it wasn't getting better and it was just getting like further away from it getting better, I was like, you know, it's not even worth it anymore. I'm putting in so much energy, so much of myself, my resources, money. I was like, what am I getting? Something. Yeah. So I just decided to file. Well, I'm was proud right after of you. Palm Springs. That's very powerful. Oh, oh shit. shit. I literally was supposed to take a flight from um, Palm Springs to LA, but there was a weird layover in Phoenix. I don't know why they did that. I feel like they But did that I literally too. had so much anxiety and I needed to do this, do it right now because I had a phone call with him that day in the morning and it was probably the worst phone call I had with him. And I'm like, no, I need to file right fucking now. I'm not taking this flight. I'm finding a lawyer. I'm texting my lawyer. I'm talking to immigration, my immigration attorney, because I am Canadian. It kind of plays into that. And I like got all my ducks in a row from a car ride from Palm Springs to LA with Dexter and John. (laughs) 
Really? Yeah. Oh shit. So they heard all of this. I was like, I'm like, file for the divorce. Like, do it now. Like, and yeah, that was it. And then I got cushy a couple oh, days later. Your second puppy. They have the cutest puppies. Yeah, I was like, if I'm going through a divorce, I need something happy and like something that if I look at like, cause she was just like a little weirdo. So you do like so funny cute. things and it would just make me laugh when it was so bad. So and emotional down. support animals Hell are yes. amazing. I've definitely accepted a cat or two when I was going through something. Yeah. Where's it's our the best. emotional support? I know Lola <laughs> who wants a treat. Damn. Yeah. Getting rid of narcissists. You just got to become so unbearable that they don't want you anymore and they discard yeah. you. <laughs> and then you, then you get out and it was, they think it's their decision. It's all about making it think, that they don't want you anymore. They don't want you anymore. Cause if you try to leave, they want to control you. It's not about like, it's an ego thing. They don't want something to slip away from them Mm. when it's not on their terms. They want everything on their terms. Yeah. And I've talked to other friends of mine who have been in narcissistic relationships where it has been this way. My therapist literally recommended the discarding thing. I was like, yeah, that could work. That makes sense. Fuck yeah. It got you away from it. That's all that matters. (sighs) Thank God. Well, you're living life now. You don't have to worry about it. You got your Tesla. Oh, I got a Tesla. I'm single. Dating sucks in Miami. Yeah. (laughs) I have some crazy dating stories. I got bit on a date. Wait. Yeah. Wait, wait. Rewind. (laughs) Rewind. I I literally got bit on a date and he bit me twice. Not once, but twice. Wait. He bit you twice? Wait, like sexually? No. We were at the heat game. And he, I, got, he bit you? Yeah. So I met this guy. I was doing physical therapy on one of my herniations. And this guy came in. He like broke his foot because he dr- jumped out of a balcony when he was drunk. And it was like a really funny story. I was like, well, he, this guy seems fun. I'm like, I mean, maybe he wasn't that responsible. But, but then he like started talking about all his businesses and how because my physical therapist asked him a question on how his water company was doing. And he would like seem like a cool guy. We got along. We did some banter for that hour. And then he invited me to a heat game. Okay. So we get to the heat game and he's like, okay, let's go get two drinks, two drinks to start. Cause we can only get two drinks. So let's just get them in both of our hands and we'll drink them. I was like, okay, fuck it. Whatever. I'll take two drinks. And that's usually my max. I'll, t- I'll drink two drinks and I'll be like, okay, it's I'm always good. your max. You've been so yeah. good about that. It's always my max. So, we go, we sit at the seats, like literally almost courtside. We sit for five to 10 minutes. And then he's like, okay, you know what? Let's just go to the bar. Let's just go to the bar. Let's just watch it from the bar. And I'm like, well, these seats are pretty cool. Like, he's like, nah, yeah, but I already finished my drinks. So like, let's go get like another drink and we'll oh, come back. God, I was like, okay, whatever. And I'm, I, I, this is why you order two drinks when you go to a, like a sports game. You never go back to your seats with one drink. Rookie mistake. Yeah. That's your first red flag oh, there. Oh, you guys only got one drink? Yeah. Each? Like, yeah. Yeah. No, you always have to get two. So we go up to the bar and he actually runs into like high school friends. So like we're all kind of together drinking and he keeps like ordering shots and ordering drinks. And I'm like, yo, I don't do shots. Yeah. I did one shot. I'm like, I'm only going to do one shot just so, because we're, I'm with your friends and stuff, but I'm not going to be doing shots. And he kept like ordering more me more drinks. And I'm like, this guy's trying to get me wasted. So I started to go to the bathroom after every drink. I'd take a sip when we cheersed, go to the bathroom, leave my drink there, come out. And he was already so wasted. He's like, where's your drink? I'm like, oh, I drank it already. What do you mean? So smart. Oh, yeah. shit. So I've definitely done the. The shot oh, over yeah. the shoulder thing where you're like, yeah, I took it. Yeah. Fuck pass yeah. it to the drunkest friend. The club they never tables tell. do that all the time. Sorry, Ben. So here I am talking to his high school friends, like date, who's a nurse, very professional, like nice lady. He's ordering more drinks, turns around and I'm wearing like a thick leather jacket and takes a chomp out of my shoulder and bites me. And I'm literally like, ow, <laughs> Like stunned. I'm like, what the fuck? And you just felt it happened? through the jacket? I was bruised. He bruised me. Oh, he bit he what bit you the hard. Fuck? He took a ch- ch- and I was, it was like throbbing. I'm like, and I was like kind of stunned. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Because I've never been bit on a date. I came out of nowhere. He literally came and just like like ate. Like a fucking shark. Like a fucking shark. And then he 
turns back around, gets the drinks that he ordered, and then bites me again on that same shoulder. I was like, what the fuck was that? He's like, hey, I just wanted to do that. I'm playful like that. I'm like, ow. That's a serial killer. That is a serial killer. That's what not the playful. Fuck? And I just, started, like, I just got like pissy, and I was like, I want to go home. I want to go home. He's like, yeah. no, 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 listen, we didn't even have dinner. He y'all. just army hammered you. He's letting you know when he's hammered, he wants to eat you. Yeah. And I was like, Uh no, like, I'm good. Like, please take me home, blah, blah, blah. And we go back to his place because he wants to drop off his car before because he's going to Mila on South Beach. He's like, I'll drop you off in my Uber. And he's like, but let me just go get something from upstairs real quick. I'm like, why am I waiting here for you? Like, this is stupid. (laughs) But I I mean, I was just I'm a naive bitch sometimes. And I was just I go with the flow. I And I was also high. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you're high, you always go with the flow. And then you're like, like, where did this flow take me? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then he tries to like make out and I in the elevator it clicked in my head like what's about to like why we're going upstairs I'm like wait like I, I had that oh oh my this is what it is moment I'm like I look at I'm like I'm not fucking you like if I'm going into your house and I'm not fucking you yeah like I'm letting you know right now like I I just realized what you're trying to do here and I'm not fucking you yeah and this was like the day before I was flying out to Aspen too so it was like oh shit oh <sighs> This was recent. Yeah. This oh, was in Patty. February. This was in no. fucking February. And then. Right after you're like going through your divorce and all that shit, some guy bites you. There's no yeah. hope. And then he's like, then like I go inside and he like, he's like, oh, I just want to show you like my water company. I really wanted you to try one of my waters. So um, here's like, he gives me an open water bottle to try. Good. And I was like, I'm not drinking out of an open water bottle. Oh, I don't know no. what the fuck is in this shit. Like, give me one that I can like really open. He's like, okay, fine. And as I'm drinking, I like look at him and then he just like bulldozes my face and tries to make out with me. I hate men. And I'm like, bro, no, I don't want this. He's like, come on, just come on. We need a minute. Like Ew. saying some bullshit. I'm like, no, I'm not fucking you. I'm not kissing you. No, I'm not doing this. I have to go home and ice my shoulder because yeah. you bit me twice, you fucking freak. I mean, like there's so many times where I should have just like got up and left, but I don't, I mean, I, I should We're have. learning how to we're set learning. boundaries. We're learning. We're learning what <laughs> red flags we should avoid. Yep. It's fucking hard work. Yeah. And then I'm like, He's like, yeah, just and then he's like trying to get me to fuck him. And I'm like, I'm not fucking. He's like, well, I never said I wanted to fuck you. I'm like, you just did. And then he tries to gaslight me right in front of me. I'm like, you're fucking it. I'm like, where's my fucking Uber? Where the fuck is my Uber? Like, let's go. He's like, okay, I called it. He wouldn't show me what the Uber was. I'm like, fuck you. I'm just going to go like walk home. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. I like left his place. Yeah. And he did show me the Uber right before leaving. He canceled it on the way down. So I called my own Uber and I went home. That was a, I, I should have left like right after he bit me. I well, should have. Now we know. Now I know. Now but we know. The audacity. Men are crazy. Women are also crazy, but like that is insane. It's, it's been insane. so bad here in Miami that I thought hiring a matchmaker would literally solve I my problem. got a matchmaker. I forgot about this. That feels like a whole different like lifetime. That, that was before we year. like knew you. That was this year. That was that's crazy. crazy. That oh. was the first time. My we- brain is also not working. I'm like high and falling asleep because we didn't. We were up till like four in the morning. It was yeah. late. It was late. <laughs> Can you tell us about the matchmaker? What's the process for finding a matchmaker? I just like Googled like the ones that have like the best reviews and like have like some awards and some shit. The company I used was a total fucking scam. I should have read the contract better, but I was like excited to find my soulmate. When they were like, I did like a little phone call with their lead matchmaker and she like painted this amazing fairy tale of how they like look for the guys, how extensive their database is and all the opportunities and they do all the like vetting of the guys. So I don't I mean, I don't have time in my job. I'm always traveling to fully like just like sit down and text with a guy, Mm -hmm. you know, like and I don't want to waste time on a guy that's like shit. 
And I'm like, I, I have like a small circle of people I, I like to text because I'm very, and like, I do a lot of engagement on my social media and I'm talking with a lot of people on that end that I only keep my personal life very small. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm like, oh, they're going to do all the vetting for me. And she's like, yeah, you need to sign this contract right now. And the membership is 10K. And it's like, we're going to give you four different dates and you get to choose out of how many you want. But you get four dates or something like that. For 10K. For 10K. And it's a six month subscription. I feel like you should get unlimited dates. Um, They did one date a month. Or some shit like that. Interesting. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like maybe I'll finally find the one with this matchmaking service. And because after going on so many shitty dates with people in Miami, I was like, I need something. I need something to like <laughs> make sure that the guy's not a fucking douche. Help, please. <laughs> so you, so I was like, yeah, I signed the contract, which I didn't really pay attention to because I was excited to find my soulmate. Yeah. I paid the fucking 10 K and I made an appointment to talk with my individual matchmaker that was going to be working with me directly. And it's like an hour or two call where she like gets to know you and like what kind of person you are and tries to match someone that's very compatible. Okay. It's a whole science. And actually majority of like the people working in the matchmaking industry is Jewish, which is very interesting. Really? Mm hmm. So I like told her about like my past, like what I've had issues with, with the guys I was dating, my exes. And the number one thing I told her was very, very important to me. I did not want to have, I did not want to date anyone who had struggles with addiction that was just a trigger for me and mm-hmm. i was like no i don't want to that's just not what i want from my future partner i don't want to yeah, have to worry I about remember that. that yeah okay and that's like a reasonable request it's like hey i just got out of a relationship like yeah. you know what i mean like that's traumatizing i do not want to get into another one and have to deal with that i just want a clean slate somebody i don't have to worry about yeah i don't have that capacity yeah and so i <laughs> So they're like, yes, of course, don't worry. We're going to do all the vetting. And they sent me my first profile. The guy seemed perfect. Okay. His, Is he cute? He was cute. He was French. He played tennis. He played golf. Oh. Um, he was like a tennis pro. Okay. Was in finance worked in Asia. So there was lots of travel to Asia, which is like my dream. I okay. want to be going to fucking Asia all the time. That's, That's so cool. Fun. So I look, I read his profile. Everything looks good. But at the very, very bottom, it says like, what are you most proud of? And it says my sobriety. And the next line after that charities that you donate to alcoholic anonymous and narc like narcotics anonymous shit charities. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, okay. Okay. I'm oh. like, let me, I'm like, well, I already told them. So maybe this guy had an addict in the family. Maybe his dad was an addict and, I have look fam- at you not even trying to judge right yeah. away. Oh, my heart. <laughs> You're fam- such a good person, Patty. <laughs> I have family members. I have like close family friends who had parents that were addicts and yeah. they don't drink and they are very in like help trying to help others. So I texted my matchmaker. I'm like, Hey, I just want to verify this person isn't like in recovery or anything. I saw in his profile, like these two statements and it makes me believe that there's a possibility of addiction. Can you please let me know more about this? And she's like, no, like, I don't think he has an addiction. I I think he just like, doesn't like to drink. And you know, like he's just a good guy. He likes to donate his money. I'm like, well, can you please go message him and double check for me because this is one of my biggest no's that I told you. This is my number one no. So please just for like my purposes. Yeah. You're yeah. paying them 10 K. Yeah. Literally. That is like, the yes, least they can be doing. She's like, yeah, yeah, of course I'll get back to you. Gets back to you. No, no, no. He's good. He, he doesn't drink. I'm like, he just doesn't drink right now. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I was like, okay, you double checked and I have it like on text or email. Yeah. I was verified that he, is does not have a drinking problem, but she, not that she doesn't mean that the person didn't have a drinking problem in the like in the past or something. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I went on the day, and within the first five minutes of us being in the car together, he's like, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've been sober for three years. I would be freaking out. Oh, did it trigger you? I was literally like, I mean, I kind of prepared myself for that to happen but it was still like 
oh, he's like, yeah, I don't know if you know about that. I'm like, yeah, trust me. I know all about this. You don't even have to tell me like anymore. anything. Oh. I, I know exactly what this is. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, my ex was had an issue and I had family issue. Like I have, I've yeah. had people in my life that have had issues with alcohol and drugs. So I was like, okay, no worries. I still gave him a chance. It was, we were having, we were vibing, having mm. a good time. And then he was like talking about how he's heavily like active in the community and he's having a girl over next weekend. That's recently out of rehab and he's going to help her like navigate the sober life. And I was like, that's a huge red flag. Oh no, no, you're getting close no. and intimate with I'm like, people. Yeah. Like that should not be a thing. So I was like, and I don't, I, and with what I went through in the past, I don't want that in my life. No, yeah. I don't want to be around. Like, that's just not something I wanted at that moment. And whatever, I knew this date was probably going to be a no. We're going outside to wait for his car and he was going to drop me off. I told him during the day, he's like, what's one thing that I, like, I can hold against you? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you anything you can hold against me. Fuck? He's like, yeah, but like, I mean, like something little, like if like, don't I, like you hate tickling. I'm like, I do hate tickling. Don't ever fucking tickle me, actually. Oh, God. Does he it's, fucking that's, tickle what's you? What's something that you don't like? So that's a joke. So I can see if you'll let me cross your boundaries right off the beginning. And if you let me cross your boundaries on something small, I can get away with whatever. And guess what? That is a sign of addiction. People with addictions. <laughs> oh, this is what happens when you recognize the flags. You know what I mean? Yep. And I was, but like, it's like, and I told him like, if you tried to tickle me, I swing hands, I kick I locate your ball sack and I will aim and I will kick you in the fucking ball sack. Like just in general. <laughs> She's coming for your I balls. Kick it's your happened. Balls. It's yeah. happened. I've kicked guys in the balls that try to fucking really? and I need or need anything. I, Good I, shit. I do not like that shit. But at that time I was wearing a very tight dress that didn't allow me with much movement. We're waiting for the car outside and this motherfucker starts tickling me. Of course he of does. Of course he, he does. He wants you to like And there's like a family off. in the corner. There's like people walking their dogs right because it was right by um it was Nova Cove. I don't know if you know that restaurant in oh. Brickle. It's like right in downtown. So there's a lot of people just walking and shit. There's a oh, at by Sephora. Pardon? By like Sephora and Moxie's? No, no, no. It's more by the water, like right okay. by Bayfront. So I had like, and I hate being tickled. So like my only instinct was to like, kind of like wiggle out of mm -hmm. it. And I just dropped to the ground real quick because I'm like, I mean, he's not going to come to the ground with me. Yeah. And my tits fell out of my dress oh, no. and everyone on the sidewalk literally saw me screaming, like freaking out with my tits out. Oh no. I'm like, this is the worst date ever. Oh my oh, God. God. Oh, no. I literally like try to compose myself because, because I went to the ground, he noticed my feet and he's like, Oh, you have nice feet. I kind of have a foot fetish. And I was like, of course he does. I'm like, did they put me with this guy? Cause I told him I'm sexually open to things. Like why they put me with this fucking weirdo. Oh, uh, so yeah, I was really traumatized because he was talking a lot about his like past drunk experiences. He said, Oh yeah, I almost got like killed on Hollywood Boulevard in LA because I was so blackout waste. I was like, I don't want to hear any of this. This is not what you talk about on a first date. No, no. Uh, I was so triggered and I literally like freaked out on this matchmaking agency. I'm like, what the fuck did you guys do? You re-traumatized me. Like, this is crazy. I want my money back. This is absolutely insane. Did you go on other dates with them? They wouldn't give me my money back. And you know what they fucking said? You know what they fucking said this pissed me the fuck off i was yelling at this girl i'm like you re-traumatized me you put me in a dangerous situation for my mental health how the fuck could you do that you put me on a date with an alcoholic or recovering alcoholic when that was the number one thing i didn't want to do and you know what she said well at least he doesn't smoke pot every day like you do i remember that oh, oh my god kidding i'm like bitch i have a prescription are you like what this are you is medical is this discrimination now like i was literally like oh. i'm gonna i'm like i'm gonna go to fucking social media and they <gasps> i tried to like tell them like give me my money back they're like no we'll just give you like more dates and i'm like no so i, I didn't want to waste the full 10k i gave them two extra chances with two other guys one was a whole mama's boy like a Oh, like God. complete like mama's boy that wanted he's like 
are you the gardener or are you the flat or the plant? What he asked that me that. I'm like, like if you take it up the ass or no, is that the gardener is the person that takes care or the plant and the plant is the one that just gets pampered and I'm the plant for sure. And oh. I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm mostly the plant, but I have some gardening like experience. Yeah. So like, I kind of like to care for someone that I love too, but I like to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I'm looking for a gardener. I'm okay. looking to be taken care of and have six kids. I want all Whoa. the kids. He was like, he, he was, he was very Jewish. So he wants to fuck his mom. Yeah. It was very Emotionally weird. Well, Jewish moms are very like, uh, I feel like, there's that stereotype. Yeah, there, but it's true. It's totally true. Anyone with a Jewish mom, they're like very family oriented. What the mom says, the mom's like the decision maker. Yeah. So like women in Jewish culture are highly yeah. regarded over mm-hmm. like men, but they're like the caretakers because they want to, but that's because the husband's like still making money and doing shit. So I think so many young boys just like think that because their mom took care of them, that they just want to take care of their, like they want to be taken care of like that, but they Mm -hmm. have father wounds. So they don't realize they still have to be a man in order to be taken care of like that. No, they don't want to be a man. Yeah, he already had like two kids and he wanted like six more. Oh, wait, you already had kids. Yeah. So he didn't find his gardener. They did not set you up with... Good people. You should sue them. And then the other emotional guy, damages. I don't know. I mean, all your therapy bills for the next yeah. year. That costs more lawyers, it man. I'm cost. so tired of lawyers. I've dealt with too many lawyers in the last year and too That's many so cases true. that I w- I'm happy. I don't have to pay another lawyer anything else. <laughs> oh, so it was a, it was a terrible matchmaking service. And this is actually the first time I'm coming out with this. So, Oh shit. We're oh, getting fuck. exclusive. Like the matchmaking shit on TikTok. Let's blow it up because that was some fucking bullshit. What's the name? They, Drop the name. Luma. Luma. L-U-M-A dating. They like traumatized me. They took my money and we're not even sorry. It okay, was, so this matchmaking service took $10,000 from you, only promised you four dates, and then gave you and the they're shittiest also, date. They're using my photos as no. promo. Saying these are the type of girls in it that we That's work with. Is that in the contract Be- that they can use? I don't your remember because I got a DM from a guy saying, Hey, I saw you that you worked with Luma and that you're the type of girls that I could possibly be fine. Like, is this, can you like cooperate this? And I freaked out. I was like, what the fuck? Some fucked up shit. Luma. Fuck these guys. What the hell? They can't use your likeness for advertising purposes and promotion without compensating, which means you can make money a percentage. Yeah. You can make way more. You need to I sue. wonder if they put that into the contract you- though. That they can use your likeness. I don't remember. I honestly Do you have remember. the contract? It's probably in my email. We'll Bullshit. Get, we'll get Taylor on it. Yeah. <laughs> she's that's the only contract I've signed without her ever looking or another lawyer. That's the first time I was like, fuck it, I might just sign it, whatever. <laughs> and she's like, Patty, you just signed this and you can't even I can't sue them actually. I signed the contract that says I can't sue them. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, but fuck. But if they breach their contract, then the whole contract doesn't work. So if you can find a part of the contract that they breached. Yeah, maybe, possibly. Then, if any and the breach, lawyers- was it in the contract? So you didn't add your own stipulations about the alcoholism. Because if you had that and they breached that, then you could sue. No, but their contract was written to protect them, not their clients. Yeah. I mean, if there's any lawyers that want to do this pro bono and fuck up Luma... Let's yeah. get their asses. You could do a whole class action, find other people. No, I've se- I started using. like doing more research and there were other people complaining and there was a lawsuit against the company at one oh. point. What if yeah. you made your own matchmaking service? Because you, I know you might be, <gasps> excuse me. Ooh. Yeah. Patty's angels. Patty's <laughs> angels. And you know, you have a whole wide range of women and you set them up on dates because you know all of the girls are looking for men. Yeah, start a dating. You have show. a huge network, and you can start a Miami dating show. That'd be funny. That would be great. And be like, no, you, but I wouldn't like, want to set saw- anyone up with these Miami men. Fuck Miami. No, men. but you could fly, you fly men out. out. It's part of the show. That'd be fucking cool. That'd be a good. All you need to do is find investors, and all we have to that do is go to where the rich men are. We can go down to the and docks date. and dress nice. <laughs> but yeah, yeah literally. 
there's this ways that you can make it happen and you can just <laughs> capitalize on your trauma and be like, fuck you to all the men who hurt me. I've had a horrible dating experience horrible. in Miami horrible. and I'm going to try to change these women's life for the better. You could make your own reality show and you are the Lana. <laughs> you are the voice. That'd be something fun. Oh my gosh. Any, any networks want to help with me on that <laughs> one? <laughs> get, OF, get OFTV involved. Yeah. Talk to the owners. Of TV, every all the girls are involved. They know who we could you could talk to. Yeah, and some of them do the shows for you. They just want the yeah. shows. That brings like men and women to the platform. True that. There we Look go. At people, business ideas. Love reality TV too. People it's do. Like a dirty little secret. A little dirty. I just want to make my friends money. I got <sighs> these ideas. It's because we're smoking really good weed. I know. I want to get hot again. Again. Hi, yeah. We love you so much. Thanks for coming on again. That Thank is you good for egg. having Where can me. everyone find you? On Instagram, it's Patricia K, spelled P-A-T-R-Y-C-I-A-K-A-Y-Y. TikTok is Patty K-X-O-X. And OnlyFans is It's Patty K, spelled I-T-S-P-A-T-I-K-A-Y-Y. And we'll link everything down below. So make sure you check Patty out. Leave her comments on her hot pictures and her hilarious TikToks. Hell yeah. Tell her she's a bad bitch. Make sure you leave us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Five stars on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Show us the love. Give us all the love. All the love. Because we're We're very lovable. We're also, are you on your period or getting it? I don't get my period, but I think I was going through the cycle this week. And we're about to get ours. We still haven't got it. So I'm like, my boobs hurt. It's so bad. Yeah, they're they're, they're um big today. Oh, your they're boobs are big today. Big yeah, they today. are right. They're like moving a lot. Today. Okay, yeah, they are big today. Okay, yeah, so daddy. I think I, I think because I'm hanging out with you guys more often. You have more estrogen, and I've I, because I've never had this before, and it's I'm like on your cycle now. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, we bring this? everybody over to the dark side. We do. We run yeah, our cycles and then there's just a group of like pure rage, feminine <laughs> rage. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, All right. Let's go eat cake. Bye. Yeah. All right. We love you guys. Happy Tuesday. Thank you for Bye. having us. See you next week.